I'm a big believer that people do not buy products. People buy solutions to problems that they have. Um, and at the time, you know, there was a bunch of protein powders that I used to use when I was younger growing up. And they had some weird and wonderful names, you know, protein, superplex 5000 and all this kind of funky stuff. Yeah. But ultimately, they were all the same thing. We rely on like long term research. And if something comes along, which is the next new fad or the next new gimmick, by definition, it probably hasn't been around for a long time. It hasn't had a huge amount of research done on it. Hey guys, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Catch Ups in My Kitchen with me, Georgia Simmons, host of the podcast. This week, I'm joined by Shiv, founder and CEO of Innermost, to talk all things supplements. Now, what I love about Innermost is their no bullshit approach. With all their products, they tell you what it does, plain and simple. If you're struggling to focus, then take the focus supplements. If you're struggling to sleep, then take the sleep supplements. Also, the reason why I wanted to get Shiv on the podcast is because for me, supplements are a bit of a minefield. A lot of people may think that you need to take supplements in order to have a healthy diet and be healthy, but actually you should be getting all that you need from food. And if you can't get that due to your lifestyle or time pressures, then that's when you take supplements in order to supplement what you should be getting from food. However, what I struggle with is how do you know what you need? And can you overdo it? And are you taking the right thing? And what is the right thing for you? All of these burning, burning questions that I have, I wanted to sit down with Shiv and ask him what he thought about it. So I really hope that you also have these questions or find the answers to these questions interesting. If you do, let me know. And as always, have a lovely, lovely rest of the day. Shiv, thank you so much for joining me in my kitchen. How are you? Lovely to be here. No, really good. Great. So to start with, do you mind giving us a quick elevator pitch, who you are, what you do? Sure. So my name's Shiv. I'm the CEO and founder of Innermost. Innermost is, how I like to put it, a full stack wellness brand that specializes in making nutritional supplements. Uh, Our whole approach is predicated on this belief that more people than ever want to be healthier. But with so much confusion, complexity, contradictory advice, frankly, so much BS out in the market, being healthy can be a challenge. Mm -hmm. So as a brand, our mission is to help people cut through that confusion so they can take control of their health. And uh, that's essentially what we do. Amazing. And we're going to go into all that in a bit more detail in a minute because it's so, so true. There's so much BS out there. There's Mm. so much confusion. Before we get into that, though, we have a quick fire round about all things food. I'm ready. Sweet or savory? got a mad sweet tooth so I'm gonna say sweet sweet pizza or pasta uh, pizza uh go-to cuisine it would be Thai or Indian maybe maybe Mexican sushi too oh that's a lot that's a lot of different ones yeah. there but they all sound great <laughs> cook in or eat out depends on who I'm cooking in with I make a great assistant to the chef okay okay and what's your favorite delivery again it would be Thai Thai or Indian, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. I love a Thai takeaway. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> okay, so I want to start with your personal health journey mm. before Innermost. What led you to Innermost? Did it come from a personal experience? Yeah, so I've thought on this a fair bit. Um, I think it's a combination of different things. So uh, my parents were from northern India. Uh, they moved to London in the 70s. I was born and raised in London, as was my brother. Um, but growing up in a household, um, food was very much regarded as medicine. 
So to this day, if you're in my house and you sneeze or you're, you say you're not feeling very well, mum will come over with um, some cut up ginger with honey sprayed on it uh, and maybe a cup with some milk and some turmeric in it. So growing up in a household, it wasn't like principles from Ayurvedic and Asian medicine wasn't something unusual. It was just part of our day to day diet. Um, so that's always been, I feel, ingrained in my mind. And then as I kind of grew up, I went to university, I went to Imperial, started working in an investment bank. I've always been into fitness and health, but I think 10 years in an investment bank, which is quite a high stress, high pressure environment, my health started to you know, suffer. And towards the end of that time, um, I like I started eating a bit kind of not as not as healthy as I should have been. I probably wasn't working out as much as I would like to have been. And um, eventually I left banking and took some time to just reconnect with my health um, look at my diet and try to incorporate some of those principles that I basically grew up with and um, through that process you know I, I also also used kind of sports supplements at the time because I was working out in the gym and I just kind of started dawning on me that actually a lot of ingredients that you find in these products aren't ingredients that first of all I recognize Lots of artificial preservatives, additives. And I just thought to myself, I'm taking these products over a long period of time. There has to be, you know, some effect that these ingredients are having on me. And I started getting more and more uncomfortable with that. And I thought if I'm going to tidy up and clean up my diet and clean up my health, probably need to start in in this space where like nutritional supplements, ultimately, that I'm putting into my body every day. Mm-hmm. And that then was the kind of the seed which then grew into innermost amazing and so asian there's a big asian medicine influence on the products of innermost isn't there so can you explain a bit about that so like what kind of ingredients are you using why have you gone i'm guessing it's your kind of like family heritage that kind of leads you down Mm. into that route but explain a bit more about that i I would say the ingredients that we use so our our whole approach to creating the products was first of all speaking to people understanding what people's health needs or goals or concerns were And what you found was that actually people had a very broad range of different things that they were concerned about, from sleep to skin to energy to helping them achieve different fitness goals. So that was the first point, understanding what are the problems that people have. Then I took that feedback and that research to a team of nutritionists, doctors, pharmacists, scientists, and I said to them, how can we now create products with ingredients that are research-backed to actually affect these different issues in, in real tangible ways? So that's where it started. And then what happened through that process was we discovered lots of ingredients like turmeric or cherries, anti-inflammatory, berries, mushrooms, lots of ingredients are out there which actually have a huge body of credible evidence to suggest they can affect you and modulate your health and your fitness. So we took those ingredients, first of all, understanding what each of them do, and then understanding the concentrations we needed and how they might interact with other ingredients to create formulations. So we have unique formulations and ultimately each formulation is a solution or can support those health needs or those goals that people told us were important to them. And what we've done is understand that people, you know, it is confusing, health is confusing, but what we've tried to do is take a lot of that confusion out by going through that process for people and then presenting the products to people in a really benefits-led way. Mm. Um, And it just happens to be that a lot of the ingredients we use have Ayurvedic or Asian principles behind them, which isn't a surprise because those ingredients have been used for thousands of years for a reason. 
the research is caught up with a lot of that now and you know, credible research to suggest that turmeric has thousands of studies to suggest how it can help your health in lots of different ways mm-hmm. but mushrooms too as well and we have a bunch of different mushrooms across our products amazing no it's so true and i think ingredients are incredible and i really really encourage people to turn their packets of ingre- of products over and see what's inside of what Absolutely. they're eating because actually they might be surprised at some of the things yeah. and you can just make really simple switches and have a completely different experience yeah. just by some of the ingredients that are in these products so i think it's so true absolutely I now want to kind of touch on like the health myths that are out there. Like we mentioned that there's a lot of BS in the market. And so I want to touch on some of these myths and like science versus trends. And like, what are some of these myths that we're all believing? And like, what is actually the truth and what's not? Yeah, well, there's so many of them. It's really hard to know where to start in a way. Um, And um, well, there's the obvious ones. Like um, we we find a lot of women think that if they take a protein shake, they're going to suddenly turn into... I don't know, on a Schwarzenegger or something. And that's obviously a myth. Uh, And a lot of work has been done on kind of protein as a macronutrient and how it's so important for repair, recovery, but also your hair, your skin, your nails. Protein keeps you fuller for longer, so it can actually help you lose weight as part of a healthy diet and regular exercise. So there's that myth, which we're always trying to dispel because it doesn't seem to want to go away. Um, But then there's other myths as well. Um, And those myths maybe or bs rather that may be related to things like preservatives things like additives and such um there's a very large nutritional supplement brand out there i won't mention the name i was just looking online yesterday and they have a product and i was looking at the back of the packet this is a big established brand and um, they have a product and i looked at the back and there's things like silica in there there's that's the kind of stuff that you get in your little those little packets you get in your shoes preservatives fillers and all of this kind of stuff but then you know they're promoting this product as being an incredible product it's won awards it's the best blah 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 and i'm like that's bs yeah like i wouldn't want to put those ingredients into my body over a five-year period because i don't know what's going to happen exactly so that's bs to me yeah because um, the silica is crazy like you see that in your shoes and you're like oh you chuck it out you're yeah, like what's that yeah. you chuck it out like yeah. why would you eat it like yeah. crazy. and there's variations that silicon dioxide and etc etc coloring and, and like and, and that kind of frustrates me a lot uh, and that frustrated me before I set Innermost up. And that was one of the reasons I was like, hmm, look, there's too much BS. People are telling you this is healthy, but it's not healthy. And uh, it can't be healthy. Um, and um, that's what we're really trying to address as a brand. And I think there's so much to unpack there. There's so much out there. People are, you know, like trends and gimmicks. Like you get things like, you know, apple cider vinegar and you know see lots of influencers on tiktok talking about it and brands will jump on and and launch a product on you know just following that trend and i feel again like no it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable yeah because there are certain principles that it comes to health and and you know your fitness that are true and will always be true like you know eat healthy regular exercise is good for you um but a lot of these trends and gimmicks are they come one day and then another one comes on the other day and mm. you can understand that people you know it's easy to get sucked into these trends and then you know part with your money to buy it to jump on board and then get frustrated and i think that frustration if it keeps happening over a period of time you start disconnecting with your health and a fitness fitness and i think that's a really unhealthy long-term bad thing that you know mm, could so happen. so true and i yeah. also think that 
uh, consistency is so key. With these yeah. trends, ebbs, flows, you start it, you stop exactly. it, you're in, you're out. And I think consistency with health and wellness is so key and routine and your body gets used to things and it's really good for your body to get into routines and get used to things. Absolutely. And I think, you know, touching on apple cider vinegar, I had um, Dr. Simon Chard from Parlour on the podcast recently mm. and we were speaking about teeth. And actually a lot of these things are highly, highly acidic. Yeah. So although it might help your gut health, is it helping your teeth? And I think, you know, everyone's teeth are different. So mm. is it just important to do your individual research yeah. to work out what works for you yep. like I personally can't have hot water and lemon in the morning because being plant-based you naturally have a more acidic diet so mm. it's important to not do that because it's yeah. not great for your teeth so again all these trends are just trends like yeah. they're not real backed substantial yeah. substantially because everyone's so different so yeah. and, and the thing with a lot of trends are they're new they're just they're new things that have come up and ultimately you know we rely on like long-term research and if something comes along which is the next new fad or the next new gimmick by definition it probably hasn't been around for a long time it hasn't had a huge amount of research done on it and i'd always look to the science always look to the research especially if you're going to put something into your body which is so, so important yeah completely and i want to touch on supplements because this is another you have a big range of supplements and i think again this is a whole mind field so i've got some questions for hmm. you because i'm just super curious do we all need supplements in our diet our approach is very much food first, right? So mm -hmm. um, get your nutrients, get your macronutrients, get your calories and everything from food. And that's super important. Um, now, at the same time, you know, the products we have contain ingredients you may not necessarily be able to find very easily in your diet. Um, like probiotics, prebiotics, you can get those through your diet. But if you're living a busy lifestyle and you're not able to, um, we have a product called the digest capsule, which has those as well as ginger, as well as digestive enzymes. So I don't think everybody needs supplements, but they certainly have a place mm -hmm. in people's lifestyles. And it really depends on their lifestyle. So if you're, you know, you have gut health issues and you're, you know, the first step is to look at your diet and see how you can incorporate foods that can encourage good gut health. Um, if that's difficult to do, then having a, relying on a supplement or you know, using a supplement as part of that could be a good idea. Mm. But it doesn't mean that just because you have a supplement that you can negate, you know, all the other healthy steps that you need to take to get better. Right. And it's the same with we have a product called the Relax Capsules that it's, reduces anxiety and helps you get a better night's sleep. That doesn't mean that you can have 10 glasses of cups of coffee during the day, go on all night benders and then expect to have a great night's sleep. So we have to address these health issues, you know, at their core. So if you're having trouble sleeping, room temperature, make sure it's around 17 degrees. Two, make sure you don't have any coffee after, say, 12 p.m. during the day. Three, no blue light after a certain time. Four, maybe some breathing exercises. If all of those don't work, and also, you know, consider a product like the Relax Capsules, which has a bunch of research-backed ingredients in it that could help reduce anxiety and help you put yourself in a more restful mode to get a good night's sleep so yeah. that's how i would kind of yeah really really good it. i think also you just need to remember what it's called like it's called a supplement because it's supposed to supplement exactly. what you're already doing exactly to help you in that direction and i think yeah. it's so true and i think if like you say when you look at food your food and you you can't change it in a convenient manner it doesn't really fit into your lifestyle then it makes sense you look yeah. elsewhere and you supplement yeah so what kind of signs should we be looking for in our bodies that would indicate that we might need to add supplements into our life? And that can, uh, can vary again. So let's take a specific example. Let's say you're working out every day um, and your muscles feel really sore 
and you're not able to get back in the gym uh, or you're not you know putting on weight or you feel lethargic and your energy levels are low you know under those particular circumstances maybe you'd want to incorporate some more protein into your diet um, that might help reduce the soreness increase increase the speed of recovery um, also could help you depending upon when your fitness goals are if you're there to lose weight or to gain weight having some good quality protein you like could help with that so you really have to kind of be in tune with your own body how you feel your energy levels like are you making progress towards your goals how are you feeling after your workouts let's say uh, it could be related to your sleep maybe you're not getting a good night's sleep um, energy levels during the day that's another option like let's say we've got a product called the energy booster which we've positioned as a pre-workout so if you're going to the gym, you're waking up early and getting in there, but you're kind of dragging your feet and you don't feel like you're getting a good workout. Maybe that's an option. So it's really about listening and being in tune with what your body is saying to you. Yeah, I love that. I think it's also really easy. Like, let's say your friend is suddenly taking an energy supplement and you're like, oh, I need that. Hmm. It's important just to hold on, like, just stop a minute, give yourself yeah. a week, listen to your body. Like you say, like, how are you feeling? What are you eating? Like, just analyze everything first. Then you can know yeah. what you need. And, and the best way sometimes to do it is to take a diary. Mm. Um, so a sleep diary, for example. So first thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, you have a diary on your bedside table and you just make a, write a sentence. Did you have a good night's sleep? Did you dream anything? Did you feel like, wake up feeling rested? If you just write a note every day for a month and then you go back and review it, you'll—I pretty much guarantee you'll be surprised. Yeah. And that's the best way to see trends as well. And that can apply for your pre-workout. If you have a pre-workout, how did you feel when you had your pre-workout? How was your workout? Did you have a sweaty workout? Did you feel like you really like blew the lights out? Or and how did you feel on other days? And by doing that, it's a little bit of effort. But I think it's a really intelligent, smart way to gauge how you're feeling and, and get more in tune with your body. Yeah, no, it's so, so true. I, I like that. I, I'm on a plant-based diet and mm. I currently take no supplements. Mm. And the reason why I have all these questions is because I'm, I want to do some tests because I, want, I think I want to add some supplements into my diet. But yeah. recently I did a blood test, just a basic one, mm. and all my levels are actually fine. They're all great apart mm. from iron, slightly lower, but that's okay because I'm plant-based and that's slightly normal, but it's not like beyond low. It's just a bit lower than it sh should be. Mm. Um, and I was really happy about that because I was like, oh, wow, I'm, so, you know, I promote my diet and actually I was kind of thinking, oh my God, I hope it comes back okay. Otherwise <laughs> that's really embarrassing, but actually it did. And I was like, okay, great. So now I know all these levels are fine. I don't need to increase my calcium or this or that, the other. I can now kind of work with what I with what I know and I know my sleep's not great so I might look into kind of different ways of adding some sleep su supplements into my diet mm. and I think it's good just to kind of give yourself time to like level out and then you can really look in and work out the the gaps I guess yeah. it's and that's really gaps. good that you're doing that like a blood test will give you kind of levels in the moment but again like the blood test won't tell you necessarily like if you're I don't know I don't know how you what your current goals are when you're working out but if you're lifting weights or whatever else and mm. like having a protein supplement like a protein shake like ones that we have could help like, avoid injury ensure that you're kind of repairing and recovering muscles so good for your hair skin your nails that may not necessarily come up in a blood test right true but, true yeah yeah, I guess it's really important to kind of look into the future as well. I'm like, where yeah. do I want to be? Exactly. This is where I am now. How am I feeling now? Absolutely. Where do I want to be? Yeah, really, yeah. really good point. 100%. And what about, are there any negative side effects that people could have from taking supplements that they don't necessarily need? I'm not meaning just like innermost, but I'm meaning like obviously there are a range of supplements mm. on the market. Are there any side effects that, yeah. Again, again, it depends on how they take them, right? Right. Too much of anything is, is a bad thing, right? Mm -hmm. So vitamin D, 
dozens and dozens of studies were done, especially during COVID, around how vitamin D could reduce the severity of COVID-19 symptoms. Uh, 50%, over 50% of the world's population is deficient in vitamin D, especially in Western hemisphere countries where there's not as much sunshine. And official government advice is that you should supplement with a vitamin D supplement during the winter months. So that's great. But if you overdose on vitamin D, you can also have problems. So, you know, it kind of depends, yeah, on the mm. individual. Um, yeah, it, it kind of, it, it does, a lot of it does depend. Now, I think, again, look, think being in tune with your body and understanding what your current goals are, what your lifestyle is like, and then incorporating supplements accordingly is really, really important. Mm -hmm. um, that, yeah. that's, a, that, that's kind of how I would position it. I yeah, think. no, that's good. And do we, is it possible to become immune to supplements that we take? For example, I know with skincare that like it's important to kind of rotate what you do not all the time but occasionally otherwise you just kind of get used to it and I guess with your diet as well if you ate the same three meals every single day three six five days of the year you'd probably your body would probably get a bit fed up and it wouldn't mm. really work is that the case with supplements like can you get immune to it no I don't think you can get immune to it uh, that's probably not the right word um let's think about caffeine because caffeine is you know it's it could be regarded as a supplement I suppose yeah um now some people have a higher tolerance for caffeine in that particular instance yeah mm -hmm. so yeah you could grow some some tolerance um but when it comes to things like vitamins minerals and macronutrients your body isn't going to say okay that's so much protein now i'm not going to use this protein anymore now it, it's still going to synthesize it it's going to absorb it if it's a high quality protein it's still going to use it as a building blocks for all your cells in your body so in that regard no so okay that's kind of how i would position it i would say important macronutrients vitamins and minerals you're not going to grow immune to them your body needs them right okay. and so yeah i wouldn't worry about that okay good to know so with protein powders, you have a few different types of protein powders for different needs. Mm. Now, this is quite interesting. So why do you have different types? Because one might think a protein powder is a protein powder. Like I'm a girl, I like going, I like running, I like doing Pilates classes. I'm not a heavyweight lifter, but a protein powder is a protein powder. Mm. But I don't think that's quite the case. So do you mind sharing a bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so again, going back to when I was developing the brand, um, I'm a big believer that people do not buy products people buy solutions to problems that they have. Um, and at the time, you know, there was a bunch of protein powders I used to use when I was younger growing up. And they had some weird and wonderful names, you know, Protein Superplex 5000 and all this kind of funky stuff, yeah? But ultimately they were all the same thing, uh, pretty much. And the ingredients were, you know, the flavor, they kind of differentiate on their flavors. And I thought actually new consumers are coming into this space. They're looking for solutions to their problems and it goes back to that research we did it up front. What kind of, issues do people have and what i found was a lot of people who were working out it was really for most of them fell into one of four categories either wanted to be stronger and build muscle they wanted to lose weight and become more toned uh, they wanted to have more energy because they were performance athletes perhaps or they were training for something or for they just wanted to be healthier and support their immune system so we took that and said okay rather than having a protein powder which is just kind of like you know five different variations of flavors and just saying this is everyone says their protein tastes the best or whatever why don't we actually be a bit smarter around this why don't we create customized protein blends for these four kinds of consumers and what we did was find source first of all a great bioavailable source of protein so two of our protein blends are whey based and two are vegan based and then we said okay so we want to have one for people who want to get stronger leaner healthier and fitter what other ingredients do we need to put into these protein blends to support those goals 
And that's where the nutritionist came in. And that's what we did. So our health protein, which is one of our vegan protein, also contains a combination of Japanese mushrooms, so adaptogenic mushrooms, as well as some dark berries, which are packed with antioxidants. So what you're getting is a great protein source to support repair and recovery, but you're also getting these amazing ingredients to support your overall health in lots of different ways. Amazing. It makes so much more sense. But mm. I guess when you're just buying a protein off the shelf, you're like, oh, I need to pick up my protein. Yeah. Like actually just think about what you what you need it for. What yeah. are you hoping this does? And, and I always say we're stocked in so many boutique fitness studios in London, probably more fitness studios than any other supplement brand. We've also expanded internationally as well. So we're in a bunch of different countries. Um, and what I always say to people is people do not come in and say, I want to buy a protein powder. They come in and think, I want to get stronger because I'm training for this or I want to lose some weight because of this. Or And when you have our products on the shelf, you're speaking to them in the same language. The product is speaking to them in the language that they're thinking. Mm. And then once they make that connection, then we can talk to them about the ingredients and how this supports you. Right, so true. I guess it's yeah. a functional food. So exactly. it's there to serve a function. So when yeah. you identify what the function you want it to serve is, yeah. then you can work out what you're looking for. Yeah. And no one's buying, well, none of our customers are buying a product that's sitting on a shelf called Superplex 5000 Mega Size. Yeah, you know, it no, doesn't it's make just any marketing, sense. isn't yeah. it? It's just yeah. a load of rubbish. Exactly. Um, so how's it been kind of launching Innermost and running Innermost and kind of expanding and how's the space been because obviously it's a it's a crazy space there's a lot going on mm -hmm. and how have you found the journey tough toughest thing I've ever done yeah it is it is <laughs> and I worked in investment banking for 10 years so that's saying something yeah um it's been tough but um and a challenge mm -hmm. every day is a new challenge but you know sometimes it's important to look back and see how far you've come uh, when I first launched the brand, it was just me. I remember buying the products, getting a warehouse. The products were in the warehouse and I sat there and it was just me and myself. And I thought, oh crap, this is real. I yeah. need to sell this product now because I've done all this work and I'd worked so hard to get to that point. But now it's suddenly become real because there's product in the warehouse yeah. and the website's kind of on. And but you think it's just going to go bing, yeah. bing, 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 bing. Yeah. And it doesn't. But it doesn't. And you're like, where is yeah. everyone? Hello, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm online. <laughs> and it just doesn't happen. Where are you all? Yeah. yeah it's uh, like... Yeah, crazy it's crazy but you know i realized that and i thought okay um actually it's a funny story the website went live hadn't any marketing around it it wasn't even really stable uh but it was live and someone like placed an order wow and to this day i know who the person is and i've said before that one day on an anniversary we're gonna find this person we've got his telephone number and we're gonna go there and we're gonna like do some sort of like activation with him definitely um, amazing but he can and I remember feeling when that order came in this kind of like joy because I'd spent all this time probably the best part of a year just setting the brand up understanding the mission the products the development the nutritionist finding a warehouse logistics infrastructure you know, it, you know the size of the spoon you know everything yeah. that you can possibly imagine and when this person paid for it I just thought oh wow somebody has decided to do to part with them part earned money to buy a product of ours because they appreciate it yeah and then i thought to myself well if one person would do that then all all my all i really have to do is just get a million people on 900 and 900 999,999 people to do it too yeah if we do that we've got a huge business so um yeah that was a real kind of like amazing. great moment when you're starting though and you're in it's kind of like you're in a bubble right like you really believe in this mission and like every day you're kind of like it's you yourself and I kind of just there working on it in this bubble and then when someone places that first order you're like oh my god they're, it's they're, real it becomes they're real. in that inner circle yeah. they're like oh wow welcome yeah. welcome in it, it becomes real 
Um, so aside from that, like uh, going back to your question, um, I thought, okay, products in the warehouse, what do I do now? Um, and I didn't want to spend a million squid on Facebook ads or on an influencer because I feel like that's a very binary thing. Mm-hmm. It'll work or it won't work. And if it doesn't work, no one will ever hear, hear about me. I wouldn't be sat here with you talking today. Uh, so instead, what I thought is, okay, we need to think about think about how who our early adopters are. Mm-hmm. How can we get to market and start generating some revenue? So what I did was I just went to every fitness boutique, every boutique fitness studio in London and said to them, look, this is who we are. This is why we're different. This is why people will buy our products. Mm-hmm. And those people, they're your customers and they're your members. Mm-hmm. So what we are, we represent a secondary revenue stream for you. And if we can work together, we're going to grow revenue for both of us. And I just spoke to everyone, walked around with my little suitcase, and we got stocked in everywhere. Pretty Amazing. much every boutique fitness studio. That then took off some pressure. And on the back of that, we rolled out into retailers. So the likes of Selfridges, John Lewis, Ocado, Boots, um, Naturismo, Sephora, and a bunch of others. And at the same time, I was developing the website, optimizing the website, really thinking about what do customers want from us. And again, it goes back to that point of making it easier for them to go on this journey. So if you go to our website, we've got a free consultation. You can sit down and talk to a nutritionist for 15 minutes and they'll give you real kind of personalized advice. There's a quiz. You can do a longer consultation. There's so much information in terms of how we guide people through this journey. You've mm. got a pop-up of me there trying to help people through the process. And it's great. I've, been on, I've done the quiz. I've been there. I've, had, I've done the process. It's really good. good. It's exactly. really good. It's, it's what you want because you're there like wanting to make yourself feel better and it's you so you want to feel like oh wow they're really wanting to help me and yes. it feels very personalized exactly. and I think that's really great yeah. and also so smart with the boutique fitness studios because ultimately the customers trust where they're working out and mm. like they've built a relationship with the gym already so mm. you've kind of already got them so far so mm. if they're then selling a product they're going to trust that product as well yeah, so you're already kind of halfway in the door so that's yeah. that's yeah that's great absolutely so what about your personal diet and wellness and now you're running the business obviously super busy what does your diet and like wellness routine look like now yeah, so I'm absolutely religious about working out every day. So I work out in the mornings and those workouts will either be cardio sessions or weight sessions or a mixture of both. Um, I'll use our products, um, which are What great. are your favorites? Go on. Oh, well, I, well I'm, they're all my babies. So they it's are, very difficult they are. to choose it's a favorite. Like favorite child over here. It's asking you to pick your favorite child. <laughs> oh, top three. Top three. Oh, that is still difficult. Um, so I'll... I'll Move around the protein blends, depending okay. on how I'm feeling and what I'm doing at the time. Um, I'll use the energy booster. I swear by the, our pre-workout. I think it's one of the best pre-workouts on the market. It won Men's Health's best pre-workout. Uh, we've got that in two flavors, and I think both of them taste amazing. Um, I'll also take the Recover Capsules religiously each night. It contains vitamin D as well as uh, selenium, which is great for male and female hormone balance and a bunch of other ingredients. So I'll have those religiously, and I've been taking those ever since the beginning, but especially through that kind of COVID period. I had everyone on my, all my parents and my... Uh, my parents and my brother and people in my family just kind of taking those products because I really believed in kind of the the effects of vitamin D and supporting your immune system Um, the digest capsules Mm -hmm. you know um, I'll take those as well um and uh, yeah, pretty much the defined, but yeah, I'm pretty, pretty much sprinkle yeah. everything I in I mean, there. it's good. I mean, they are your babies, so it's <laughs> good that are. you use them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, amazing. So yeah, how else is, how's your diet and wellness kind of routine? My diet's good. I think balance in general, balance is important. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think I'm ever going to be that person that's like has a 
inverted commas, uh, inverted speech marks, clean diet. Mm -hmm. um, I think um, balance is really important. You know, I don't want to feel guilty about having a pizza, for example. Mm -hmm. And once in a while I do, I think it's important to have balance. I think if Definitely. you restrict yourself too much, that's when you end up binging and getting really unhealthy. So I think healthy, a relatively healthy diet is super important. Regular exercise is critical. And then supplementing with the right supplements to make sure that you're keeping on track. But don't be afraid about having I don't know, a donut or a pizza once in a while as well. As long as you're not having it every day. Yeah. Um, I think it just keeps you keeps you on. You have on, to. I think uh, it's otherwise you just start focusing on it so much. You're yeah. like you're restricting yourself and all you can think about is that donut and it's like you're you're wasting time. You may as well go and eat the donut, enjoy it, and then get back to whatever you were doing before yeah. because otherwise you're just gonna like torture yourself. Yeah. And then when you do have one, it'll be so nice. You want to have two, three, four. Yeah. Before you know it, you've had four donuts. Exactly. And you could have just had one, yeah. you know, once a month or whatever, once every two weeks, yeah. how far often you have it. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, moderation and balance is really, really key. Mm. Because consistency, like we mentioned earlier, is so mm. key. Yeah. Like if you I think the word diet, I don't like it. I ask about it all the time, but it's not a nice word. It's no. it's your lifestyle really, and it's got to be consistent and it's got to be doable for a long period of time, otherwise it's just no point. Yeah. Yeah, and, and even things like restrictive diets is something at Innermost we've spoken a lot about internally and, you know, our position is, don't we like them? Um, and the reason I don't like restrictive diets is because it breeds, I think it breeds unhealthy relationships with food. Mm -hmm. um, and our approach is, no, eat, eat well, eat the right things, uh, regular exercise, that's the best way to achieving, if you're looking to lose some weight because you feel like you're going to feel better, you're going to have more energy levels, then do it, but do it the right way. Mm -hmm. But like a restrictive, a super restrictive diet, which you can only do for a small space of time, isn't going to be the best way to do it because you're going to end up, you know, first of all, breeding unhealthy relationships and secondly, snap back. In fact, research has been done to suggest that people who go on restrictive diets regularly actually gain weight. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's quite counterintuitive definitely i think i like the idea of like what can i add yeah. rather than what can i take away exactly i yeah. think you know can i add more water can i add more fruit can i add yeah. more plants like yeah. not what am i going to get rid of it's more like what am i going to add to have more that's a great that's a great point because actually when we when i was launching innermost i saw a lot of brands out there at the same time they were kind of like getting they were cleaning up so they were removing the additives they were removing the preservatives and saying these are super clean kind of protein products or supplements and i thought that's great as a first step but what we did is did that and then thought, what can we add? And like even our kind of a protein, one of our best selling protein powders, the lean protein, a lot of people will look at it and it's the same calories as all the other proteins. And they're like, oh, how come this has the same amount of calories? And I'm not like, no, it's not about what we're taking out of the product. It's the ingredients that we've put in, pomegranates, inulin, L-carnitine. These ingredients can help support your metabolism and help you put your body into a state where it can actually burn fat. Mm -hmm. So again, exactly what you said. It's not about what you take out sometimes of your diets. What you can put in, how can you, how can those things that you put in modulate your health? And that's, mm. I think, super important. Definitely, it kind of goes back to the myths and like the BS we were talking about before, like yeah. what you can take away and how, what can I get rid of is such a myth. Like yeah. it's not that, it's more like, what can I add in to make yeah. myself feel better? It's not like I need to remove X, Y, Z to feel the best version. No, no, no. I need to add in more, yeah. more, more to feel the best version. Yeah. So I, yeah, love that. Yeah. So we always finish off, as it's gone so quickly, with <laughs> a final question, again, about all things food, which is what would your final meal be? So start at main course and dessert, what would it be your last meal? God, 
Um, all right, starter, probably something pasta-based. Yeah, Maybe, so Italian-style, like uh, yeah, creamy. Italian-style, some sort of like uh, pasta con fungi or something like that. Mm, nice. Nice for a little starter. Uh, my main, hmm. I've uh, realized I've already used the word pizza twice on this, uh, on this okay. podcast, That's so okay. uh, I'm not sure I should use it again, but maybe maybe a steak, steak good frites. Good one, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Um, and then uh, for dessert, a favorite of my mum and mine is apple crumble. Oh, yeah. So, so apple it... crumble, maybe with a scoop of ice cream or maybe some custard or something. Yeah, or both. It's your last possible. meal. Yeah. You could do both. Maybe that's a bit of a weird combination. And, and the digest capsules afterwards, yeah? Just yeah, so the digest it all down, so we're all good to go. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Shiv, thank you so much for coming on. I think it's so insightful for people to get these, like, snippets of information from people who know exactly what they're talking about. They're in the industry. They see it firsthand. You see the ingredients. You see what goes into all these products. And there is so much crap on the market. And it's so important to kind of, like, shout that because they're really, really is and you what you see on the front it's very different to what you see on the back Mm. and I think it's really important to highlight the brands that are doing such good stuff and like really really promote that because what you guys do like it's it's hard work running a business it really Mm. is tough and it's important that people appreciate actually this is really good stuff and it's worth promoting and it's worth taking and it's worth adding to our diet so yeah thank you so much for coming on you are welcome Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please let us know, follow and subscribe, share your thoughts and tag Catchups in Your Kitchen on Instagram, on stories. Help me spread the word. It's always so appreciated. Thank you so much again and see you next week.